Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Angie and Steven's podcast. Crass Alone. Crass Alone Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us once more again. Once more again <laughs> as well also. Um, so today we are going to be talking a bit about Moses. So we have been, um, I know we've mentioned this, but we have been reading through the Bible with a group we have um on telegram so each day we read a chapter the bible and right now we're in deuteronomy um and i think one thing that i wanted to that we wanted to talk about is moses so um something that has always perplexed me about the story of moses is that moses has such a close relationship with god moses is obedient you know we know about his story how god calls him um, through the burning bush and Moses is very timid at first um, and we even we see that God um, has Aaron his brother alone come alongside him um, so that he could use both of them to speak to Pharaoh to lead the people um, and one thing like I said that always uh, confused me about the story of Moses is that he goes through this whole process of God taking him to guide his people out of the land of Egypt to a promised land. That that was always a promise. Like we see that promise in the beginning, you know, towards the beginning of Genesis when he talks to Abraham um, about, you know, uh, multiplying his people, multiplying him for generations and then taking him to a promised land. And so we see that um, Moses takes takes Israel out of Egypt and they go through um, the desert for what is it 40 years and there's so much that goes on and Israel rebels over and over again and Moses many times pleads for Israel and Moses Moses continues to be obedient you know in spite of the disobedience of Israel the disobedience of Aaron like Aaron um, who's supposed to be you know falling after God as well he's the one that asks when Moses goes up into Mount, is it Sinai? Mm -hmm. um, he's the one who asks everyone, because Israel starts to plead and say, hey, you know, God should have left us back in Egypt because now we're alone. You know, Moses has left us. Um, and where is God? And so Aaron is the one who says, hey, um, why don't you give me all your gold? And from the gold, he makes he makes the gold a gold calf. Wow. And Moses comes down and he's pissed and he throws the tablet. So, um so all this happens. Moses stays obedient. I think the craziest part up to that, the point that I've said is the fact that Moses throws the tablets where God writes with his own hand the mm -hmm. law, the Ten Commandments. But God isn't angry at Moses there, you know. Yeah. Um, he, you know, Moses, Moses get, goes back up to Mount Sinai and he writes, God writes with his finger the Ten Do Commandments. Over. He does it again. Um, and But later on in the story, we see um, that... God tells, so there's a point where Israel gets thirsty. and God, So, sorry. So sorry. technically Moses is the first person to download from the cloud. <laughs> You're right. You're right. On a tablet. Right. Oh my God. 
Jeez. Okay. And so, uh, so at some point, Israel, again, rebel is, is angry at God and says, why'd you take us out of Egypt? We are thirsty. And so God commands Moses to, um, hit a rock twice. If I remember correctly, um, forgive me if I get some details wrong, but I believe he tells Moses to hit a rock twice and water would come out from it. And that's what happens. He hits it twice. Moses is obedient and water comes out of it. Later on, um, at some point, they also get hungry. And again, they're cursing God. They're saying, you know, why did you take us out of Egypt? I mean, Israel is really really the worst. Um, But that's how we are a lot of the time. You know, why did, why did, God, why did you take us out of Egypt? Um, And so what God does is he sends quail to fall and then they have meat to eat and all that. Um, and they have, uh, mana. Is that how you pronounce it in English? Yeah. Mana. Mana that falls from heaven. So they have water, they have, uh, bread, they have meat to eat. And it was just something else for them to complain about. Yeah. And then God (laughs) is always providing Israel is always rebelling. Right. Um, and Moses is continually, uh, obedient, you know, aside from the time where he throws the, he throws, he throws the tablets. And so then it gets to the point in, um, in Exodus, where we see that, oh man, I think I might have, no, it's Numbers. So there gets a point in Numbers where, again, Israel grows thirsty. And again, because they, I guess they have sucky memories. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, um, it's our it's our nature, right? Yeah. I mean, we do that right now. Right. We do that in our current lives. God blesses us with so many things. Like, how many times have I taken my wife for granted? Plenty of times. Sinner. More than I like to admit, yeah. but I mean, come on, we, we yeah, that's it's true. like how many times we pray for something, God answers, we're happy for that, yeah. and then we and then sin kicks in, he, and, sin kicks in, we forget about the blessing, and then we yeah. complain to God again, yeah, um, yeah, we, sometimes about the blessing, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, and so we get to this point where again, Israel is thirsty. And they've forgotten what God has done in the past mm. to provide them uh, water from the rock. And so God tells Moses to tell the rock. Um, it, we'll just read it. We'll read what God says. So this is, again, the second time that, th- mm. that they thirst. Um, so it's Numbers 20.10. Then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said to them, hear now, you rebels. Shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice. Uh, and water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank in their livestock. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me. I'm sorry. I have to go back because I, I realized I read too, too forward. So Numbers 28. Um, the Lord spoke to Moses, right? So Israel's Thursday thirsty and the lord spoke to moses saying take the staff and assemble the congregation you and aaron your brother and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water so you shall bring water out of the rock for them and give them to drink and moses took the staff from the lord and he as he commanded him so going forward to what i read previously verse 11 and moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice and the water came out abundantly and the congregation Drink and the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe in me to uphold, uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. There are the waters, these are the waters of Meribah, where the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord, and through them he showed himself holy. 
So this is the part that always has always confused me. And I'm like, God, why? Right? We see the, I don't know who, you probably, uh, maybe a lot of people have seen the Prince of Egypt, you know? Mm -hmm. It's that wonderful story of uh, Moses, great animated story. I think yeah. it's, it's amazing. Um, but it ends, the way it ends, if I remember correctly, is we see Moses He's just smiling and he's looking at the promised land. And that's where it ends. And I think they, you know, they wanted it was they wanted to end the story well. But as it goes, the story is he just sees the promised land. He doesn't get to go into it because of this very moment that's this that he disobeys. And so um yeah, it's always been curious to me. And I think of when I read this, I can see how Moses could also one of the reasons he could have hit the rock is because, like I said, in the previous instance, mm -hmm. God tells Moses to hit the rock. Yeah. The first time he says, hit the rock and water will come out of it. But in this very case, he says, and you shall tell the rock that the water should come out of it. Yeah. Um, but what Moses does is he hits it. So. But there's another mistake, too. What is it? Well, Moses says in verse 10, uh, then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, here's what Moses says to the congregation, to everybody that's gathered. Here now, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? Oh, I never noticed that. He's taking on glory. Yeah. He's taking on God's glory. He's like, shall we bring water? It's like, no, my dude. Shall God? Yeah. Bring water. That's what he should have said. Shall God bring water for you out of this rock? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I never realized that. Right? So that's a part of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think we also, like, we, relating it back to us, we do that all the time. We do time, that, of course. Where, I mean, we won't say, no, yeah, we just do that exact same that. thing. Where it's like, like, even all the, all the things that we've accomplished, it's not that we've accomplished them. It's that... God, it's God accomplished them through us. Yes. It's That's only, what it is. It's only through God's power um, and provision. He, the fact that he gives us the breath to live. Here's the that thing. we're able to do I'll admit, that. I've had moments of pride with this podcast. You know, uh, you know, I had, we told the story before. I had a dream, what I thought it was. Then you helped to confirm God wanted me to do a podcast and and it came up with this podcast, and then I designed the logo. I, 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 I yeah. started thinking about all the eyes, and after it all, I have to, you know, like so God. It, God like, humbles me, right? Yeah, it turned into one of the angels from Revelation. It had all the all these eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I turn into one of those uh, with all with all the eyes, and it's just I, 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 and it's like no, not I. God did this through me. Yeah. Um, you know, God inspired the idea. God, you know, through the dream, through you, um, uh, through m m the mind that he gave me, uh, inspired the design, inspired everything. And, through the Holy and, Spirit. And through the Holy us. Spirit. The Holy Spirit. God is the one that did and has done and will continue to do all of this. And, you know, there have been pockets of moment where I'm like, man. I did a really good job with that logo. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 
that was God. Yeah. That was not me. Or I did, you know, that episode, we did amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just flowed. No, but, you know, we pray before each episode that yeah. he would speak through us. Yeah. Um, and it's his Holy Spirit that's, that's guiding Amen. the conversation. That's why, you know, I have gotten into that habit of really having trouble with taking any sort of praise yeah. because, man, I don't want not even a bit. Like, look... Like, this is all Moses did was say we instead of God. Yeah. He took just a little bit there, you know. And, you know, that was enough for for him to miss out on the promised land. Yeah. You know, granted, you know, God's got bigger plans for Moses. but And if I may be honest, because... Please be honest. Because, because you do that where, like, yesterday... um we were, you know, you made the barbecue for the family and everything. Yeah. And we all want to say, you know, we want to say thank you. And you say, you know, thank God. Yeah. And in my humanity, I like do an eye roll in my mind. <laughs> because, like, I want to thank you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. We have to give that glory to God because it's, yeah. you know, it's only through through, yeah, him. That, yeah, and, you know, I, I didn't even realize. it was. It took me a while to realize that I was even doing that. And there I go again. I. That the, <laughs> that the Holy Spirit was doing that yeah. through me because I didn't, I hadn't even caught that. Yeah. You know, so again, if it's anything good that comes from me, it's all God. If it's anything bad, it's right. all me. All right. Amen. Um, so fast forwarding, uh, again, reading through this still, I've, you know, just, talking about the journey of understanding this still was very confused about, you know, what was happening with Moses, why, you know, God is, God is gracious so often with Israel and so often throughout the old Testament. I know we like to paint him as this God who is always like punishing people, but he, I feel he's very gracious always oh, old Testament, new Testament, like the fact that Israel is still like, they're still Jews right now. And he hasn't, Kill them all. (laughs) That's great. That's grace. Um, And I mean, the same thing for us as well. For any. We aren't any better. Yeah. The the fact that we're still here. That's grace. Um, But it's still it's still continue to confuse me. Um, And now with our group, we've gotten to do Deuteronomy. And so recently we read in Deuteronomy three. And this just blew my mind um, because it talks a little more about it. I really loved Deuteronomy because. Moses, what he does in this book is he kind of does a recap of everything that that's happened so far. Yeah. And he adds just some more details to it. And I just think it's... It's almost like a commentary yeah, to yeah. numbers. Moses is commenting on himself. <laughs> well, what God has done through him. Um, so it's it's a pretty cool chap- cool book if you guys haven't read it. So Moses 3.23 says, And I, Moses, and I pleaded with the Lord at that time saying, O Lord God... You've only begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand for what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do such works and mighty acts as yours. Please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country and Lebanon. So so Moses is pleading to God like God yeah. has already said, you're not going to go, you know, um, you're not going to see the promised land. You're um, your, I guess, um your position is going to be handed down to Joshua, um, and he's going to basically go into the promised land. Uh, and says, Which, by the way, only three 
from the people that left Egypt, only three made it to this yeah. point. It was, as of now, Moses, Joshua, and I think it's... Caleb? Caleb, yeah, it's Caleb. Yeah. Um, so please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that, that good hill country in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you um, and would not listen to me. So now, so he was talking to God. Now he's talking to Israel. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and what, uh, because of you and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift up your eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward. And look at it with your eyes for you shall not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua, encourage and strengthen him, for he shall go over at the head of his people, and he shall be, and he shall put them in possession of the land. And you shall see you. Um, so we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. And so this is what I was talking about. This is the end of uh, Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Moses goes and sees the land, but God is like, I. I just thought that this this was crazy. That because I didn't remember this. I have a terrible memory, and I sometimes I love that because I I'll read something <laughs> that I've already <laughs> something I'll read something I've read previously. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And so, um, so we see Moses pleading with God, like, would you please? And and something I've learned about, I, I guess, something I've learned to appreciate in reading this again is just how close Moses was with God. Like he had a he had a really mm. close relationship with God, like to the yeah. point where at at some point um, previous in a previous, I think it might have been in numbers where Miriam and Aaron go into compl- go to complain to God about Moses. And and God gets angry with them because he's like, you don't know who like this is my Moses. He's like, this is my <laughs> this is my but like I'm obviously using other words. because That's not how God talks. But um, he's basically just defending Moses. Um, they were just so close. God, Moses would see God, quote unquote, face to face. And obviously the Bible talks about how no one sees God, God's face. But I think he came the closest to yeah. that because he in was his human form in his human form. Exactly. And so um, so he pleads and, and God is like, enough of this. Like, don't mention this again, because the answer is no. Um, and so. Sorry, you I was to say I was just thinking, if I was most of them, like, okay, you're already gonna kill me. Like, what? Yeah. What's the worst that could yeah. happen? No, and there's been there's there's been other times where we'll see that God says this. You know, I'm gonna punish Israel, yeah. and Moses pleads. Moses like, please don't. Like, I beg you. Like, yeah. Moses becomes that intermediate person and god's like okay i'm gonna listen to moses so i don't they all do it right abraham did it uh with the hey 50 if you find 50 if you find 40 30 took them all the way down to 10 yeah i think it's crazy that and and that's the beauty about god that is it's not that he needs us in the equation at all he doesn't need us to preach the gospel to people he doesn't need us to heal or to do anything but because as because he loves us so much, he decides to make us a part of this, you know, part of his story. Yeah. Because he's the main character. We're the extras. That he says, you know what? Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, we're the extras. Let's exactly. Uh, let's give you a, a role. You know. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Um. And so yeah. So so I was reading this, and I had to pray to God again. I'm like, God, please explain to me what is going on. Because even when we think about the whole, because it it's point, it's back to the rock. Like this is. This is why, because God did. God told them to do something. Moses did it 
but incorrectly. And also he tried to glorify himself, as you pointed out. Um, and I, in my humanity, I'm like, there are worse things that people could do that people have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and continue to. And, uh, and this is why Moses can't go to the promised land. And I feel like the Holy Spirit led me to understand that, that that is basically, that's basically the gospel for us where we, um, because of our sin, however big or small. And I, and I, and I think it's appropriate that it was, I guess, quote unquote, as small as it might seem yeah because sometimes we say well god my sin isn't that big so why can't i be saved i guess Mm. or or we think you know it's not that big a deal so i should i'm a good person because it's not that big a deal but the truth of the matter is that god is holy and he is perfect and so he has the standard in order to go into the promised land you had to follow it perfectly. Yeah. Well, think about the two, right? And uh, when we were reading earlier in, was it, in, yeah, Numbers, when the tabernacle was established, mm-hmm. right? And he's set, setting up certain requirements before you can enter into the tabernacle. And we had these two goofballs who decided to circumvent the, you know, the order of things. Yeah. And what happened? They died immediately. Yeah. So... Um, and then there was, there was another two that, you know, the Ark of the Covenant was about to fall and no one was supposed to touch them. And they just wanted to prevent the covenant from, yeah. the, from falling and they did and they died. Yeah. And it's like, God, why are you so harsh? It's not, it's the fact that there is a standard that God has set up. And if we do not meet the standard, then, I, then, right. then that's it. We but, face wrath. But we also, face, we face punishment. Yeah. And I think it also, it's. Partially uh, a lack of trust in God, right? Yeah. Because God said certain things, you know, don't touch it. So what makes you think that by you grabbing the Ark of the Covenant would keep it from breaking or from touching the or whatever the case? Yeah. What makes you think that your human hands would do anything? Yeah. And so basically in this scenario with we are based, we are Moses where... There's this promised land, but because of our sin, we are not allowed to enter. We're separated, and uh, we could wow. we could see it, we could imagine it, That's but powerful. we can't we can't go into it. But because God powerful. loves us so much, and again, we think, hey, this isn't a big deal. This small lie isn't a big deal. Like compared to, like like I was just and, doing and earlier. And you know what else too? Moses could have said. God, but I've done these things in your yeah. name. God, but I've, you know, I've prophesied. I've done this and I've done all this, yeah. you know. And it, it goes back to, you know, Jesus saying, hey, how many will come in that day and say, Lord, Lord. Yeah. Haven't I done yeah. these things in your we, name? We make it about our, exactly. ourselves. These are all the things that I've done. Therefore, I should be able to go into the promised land. Yep. But the beauty of God is that, you know, I think, you know, the Holy Spirit has revealed to me is that God is, we see two things happen here. We see, because some things that, something that I've been, I've prayed for is that I, in reading the Bible, I can, because the Bible is about God. So God, what can I understand about, what can I come to know about you better? Because even when we read the Bible, we make it about us. Mm -hmm. What does it say about my life? Yeah. So what, I think what God wants us to do a lot of the time is first and foremost, what does this tell me about God? 
And two things that this tells me is that God, it shows me God's, God is just, but God is also love. So God is just in that, yes, be, yes, we deserve to, we don't deserve to go into the promised land, right? Mm-hmm. We don't deserve to live eternity with, with Jesus, with God. Um, but because he is also love, you know, that's why he sent his only son so that because of what he does, we can now go into the promised land. And so I think it's very important. It's like in reading about Moses, you can kind of see how Moses is kind of a foreshadowing of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like it's important to see that Moses fails because he isn't Jesus. But later later on, New Testament, we see Jesus comes. He lives the perfect life that we couldn't live. You know, he lives a perfect life that Moses couldn't live. And because of what he does, we come before the Father the father does it won't see the way I've messed up. He's not going to see the way Moses messed up clearly. Um, he's going to see what Jesus did, and in doing so, he's going to allow us to see the promised land. I also think that um, in that moment, I, I think Moses didn't understand just the fact that he wasn't going to go into the promised land. Didn't mean he was going to go. Wasn't he wasn't going to spend eternity with God? And that's sometimes that we've talked about. Like sometimes we spend so much time focusing on this life right now oh i'm not gonna get to get married mm-hmm. oh i'm not gonna like we've talked about in previous episodes i'm not gonna get to walk my daughters down the aisle like right. you said but it's like it's not about that like that's not the nope. promised land like we 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 put our hope we i think we idolize all these things as we all yeah. do as the sinners and humans that we all are we idolize these moments or i can't wait until this it's like yeah that's that's nothing compared to you know what God has for us, you know. That's why he tells us, he tells us to focus, put put God first and all these other things yeah. will come after. Yeah, I see it a lot with my daughter when I start talking about Jesus coming soon. She's she gets a little bit down about it almost because she's like I'm still in high school. Like I want to see where this, you know, thing where my boyfriend goes. I want to, you know, get my career. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to, you know, all that. And I know all that's kind of really racing through her mind um it did for me when i was her age you know when people talked about jesus coming soon um so i know it does for her and i honestly i don't think that when when we all meet jesus in the clouds i don't think there's any one of us that's gonna look back and say man if i would have just Spent a little bit more time getting these things accomplished. No, none of that is going to matter. I can, in my imagination, yeah, this isn't a Bible, but I can imagine that, like, during the rapture, like, it's going to happen in waves. And so I feel like it's possible that I'm going to, I'm going to start to see people disappear before I disappear. Yeah. And in that split second, I'm going to be like, man, I'm not going to. And then I'm, and then for that split second, I'm gonna be like, man, I can't. And then I'm gonna be with Jesus, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna forget what I was saying, yeah. and I'm just gonna be in heaven. It's, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, amen. That was awesome. I never, I never thought to look at this part of Moses' life and and see really see the gospel in that. Amen. So. And that's. Uh, thank you for that. Amen. That's the Lord. Thank God so, for that. Thank God for that. It's not about the eye. Yeah, I'll never that. thank you again. 
Um, but yeah, and that's what we should do um, as we read through the Old Testament. Like, God, what can you show me about your gospel? And what can you teach me about you and your character? Because we should be striving to just grow in our relationship with the Lord every day. Um, it's so easy to get distracted with just life and the busyness of life. Um, yep. But the focus needs to be needs to be God. Amen. So thank you guys for joining us today. Um, where can they find us? No, I, that's that's my part. <laughs> that's your I, job. Because I don't I, know. I don't but know, you know what? I don't know our number. I, I appreciate you talking so much this episode. Thanks. I know. This first, break. First time I needed to get yeah. some water. Yeah. Um, so you can find us at ChristAlonePodcast.com. All of our handles are ChristAlonePodcast, except for Twitter, which is ChristAlonePod. And our number is? 407-796-2881. You can call or text. Feel free to shoot us your questions, suggestions, or prayer requests. We're here for you. In the name of Jesus, God bless everyone. And if we don't see you next week, we'll see you in the clouds. Oh, amen.